Welcome to another edition of Suitcase on the Left. I'm Nick. And I'm Brian. And today, Brian, we're back in the yeah. repair. We're back in the repair business. Really? What are we repairing today? My wife's iPhone. Her uh, her phone's been shutting off randomly uh quite a bit. So um it's getting worse and worse. So I decided to uh shotgun a fix and buy a um a battery kit for her phone not really sure if it's the battery or not i just decided it's probably a good idea to do it and uh here i am so i went online i did a little bit of research i watched um some videos i decided to go with the scanditech scanditech toolkit and uh and batteries or and battery and uh instructions so i got this this neat little box from scan tech and uh cool. when i opened it up well, let, me, let me ask you a question yeah did you um did you look through the i fix it stuff at all i did it was a little more expensive uh like 15 dollars more expensive and it didn't come with uh all the tools it came with most of them mm. this was did a they little- have a uh did they have a video demonstration uh they had uh, pictures, uh, like a picture slideshow to do it. And Scandatech had a video on YouTube, and I watched the video several times, and I felt confident that I liked what they had to say, and um, the kit seemed reasonable, and, and it had good reviews. And in fact, the first thing when I opened the the box, uh, which I know Brian can see this, maybe not know what it is, but it's it just says, please take a few minutes to to read this pamphlet, and it has all their Amazon reviews, good, bad, and different. Has the the highest. The, the ratings, I should say. It's got warnings, it's got suggestions, and then customer support. And then as you dig deeper, it has this little foam thing that has imprints for all the tools and the suction cup. Underneath there was the battery and these little uh, strips, little sticky tape things. So, um, yeah, I got that yesterday. And I thought, well, hell, there's no better time than, than the weekend to uh, break my wife's phone completely. It's pretty cool. So, it came with the battery and all the tools and everything all yeah. in one package. I got a little metal, they're metal tweezers, which I really liked. Um, all the little screwdrivers, a wedge thingy. Uh, I don't know what this looks like a pencil, but there's no lead. It's just like a pry tool of sorts. That, um, my friend, I believe is a spudger. Ah, well, it comes with a spudger, which has already come in handy because, Brian, I jumped the gun a little bit. I gave you uh, about two minutes to reply to my initial text of let's podcast and um i went ahead and uh took the screen off i i suction i took the little screws out down by the charging port of an iphone 6 the two little screws um i used my suction cup to lift the screen a little bit i used my blue pry tool to pry around the the edge of the screen um and then i took off the little screen um i don't know what you call these connectors i guess and here we are. So I took off one of the battery, double-sided battery strips. Um, that was a real... Actually, it wasn't that bad, but it could have been horrible. The second one, I stopped because you said, let's do it. So the second one could wow. be could be bad. So you would have gone who knows how far if I hadn't texted you. In my I've, defense, let me just say that I was driving down the road. And did not receive your texts until I got home. 
I mean, all I hear from you is that you're trying to say that your driving and safety is more important than my texts, which I 100% disagree with. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then, so you've you've really delved pretty deep into this project already. Um, so I, I feel a little bit gypped. Well, I, yeah. I uh, and I also forgot to tell you I did one other thing too. I already I already took off the battery connector to the phone. I popped it up. So now, Brian, I'm going to try and take the other tab off the battery. And there's these little on the back of the battery. There's like these little black and white tabs. And you got to try to pull up the white tab in one piece, like I'm doing here, without breaking it. Without breaking it, you can you can get it off without breaking it, but like you have to pry the battery out of the phone. And over on the left hand side of the battery is the uh, the volume tools and uh, or volume buttons, and you can break. I think fairly easily you can break those off. So is the battery held in there with adhesive? Is that what the replacement adhesive strips are for? Yeah, there's two double-sided tapes. So you can see I'm pulling this out, stretching quite a bit. It's only about five inches long when it's in the phone. And you just slowly pull. And then once, once this one comes out, assuming I get it out in one piece, the battery should basically just lift out of the phone. Like no problem at all. You can probably hear it. That's the uh, tape coming out from under the battery. Oh, 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 okay. Thank you for clearing that up. All right. So I got the tape. It's very stretchy and very sticky. So now I should be able to just... Voila. So there's the iPhone battery in my hand. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, pretty neat, huh? That's the bad battery. Yeah. So now here's what's up. Can you see what uh, what the manufacturer is of that battery? Um, Apple Japan. Uh, yeah, just Apple. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so I guess it's their battery. Yeah, it's it's got a. That's kind of dark. It's got an Apple logo on the battery. Uh, <clears> yeah, look at that. So whether or not they produce the battery, I don't know. Um. All right, let's see. So here's my new battery, wrapped in uh, cellophane, or not cellophane, but like a. a f- that is a uh, uh, a static bag. A static bag. Anti-static. Anti-static. And it's sealed, airtight. Uh, and it also is wrapped in some kind of plastic. How the heck do I get this plastic off so I don't break the damn phone? I break the break the little battery connector off. Oh gosh. This is really uh really stuck in there. Okay. I've got the new battery unwrapped in my hand. Fits in there pretty well. Fits in there just like the original. Uh, right. So now this is the part where I'm a little, little unsure. Some people say to stick the the new things on the battery themselves and then set the battery down. 
Other people say to set them in the phone and then put the battery on top of it. Let's see what the instructions. It also came with an instruction kit, but it doesn't. Let's see. It doesn't actually address putting the new things on the little pamphlet or using the suction cup. It's funny. The tools come with a suction cup, but they don't say to use the suction cup in the instructions. So what do you think, Brian? Should I stick it on the battery and then set the battery down? Or should I stick it on the phone and then put the battery on top of it? Um, is there a, um, is there a protective strip uh, on one side that you can pull out after the battery? Is yeah. In position? Yeah. There's a pink thing and there's a blue one. It looks like the, Pink is the first one you'd pull off, and it's the battery side. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to peel the pink. Oh, God. It's, it's, uh, as I peel the pink, it's coming off the blue. Is one of them, like, long, like, has a tail on it that you could use to pull it out after it's in place? Uh, they have, both have equal length tails, the, the protective films. I'm assuming you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, well, I screwed that up. Let me see if I can fix this with the... Because they're... All right, see, there's a little wrinkle. You see that? Oh, yeah, that's not good. You think I can just use it anyway? Um, is, there, it looks, is there more than one there? Yeah, there's another strip. Let me set that in a non... If the blue comes off easier, I would just pull okay. the blue off. The blue came off way easier than the than that. Okay, so I'm going to stick it on the battery. The battery goes in this way. The original strips were like this. Okay. I have a adhesived the adhesive to the battery. Okay. All right. All right, so now I'm going to peel the, the pink one off. See, and also, they have little blue tabs here on the top of the battery. See, I peeled one off. You can see the white and the blue. And that's so that yeah. if I ever have to take this battery off, I can fold. Now I can fold these tabs over the battery like the original. So now there's new tabs. So if I need to pull this battery out, I've got tabs to do it. So, let's see, Mike, Mike won't reach. I'm going to try to stick the connector on first. Okay, so this is uh, this is what the instructional video, I guess, showed you uh, how to do to make sure that once you drop that battery in place, there's really no turning back. Yeah, some people said that they put the battery down first, then connected it. Other people said they connected first, then put the battery down. I think it's just preference, you know. I just wanted to make sure that there was going to be room. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. All the screws are different lengths. That I had to take out. I had to take out five, nine screws to do this. Wow. And all the screws are different lengths. So I kind of kept them in order. All right. So now I'm going to put this little plate back on that uh, protects the battery connector. Gently set that down. All right. So now I'm going to get my. Scan detect everything that all the tools are branded. Well, not all of them. The ones that can be branded are branded scan detect, which I like. It's kind of neat. 
You know, I mean, they're just some crappy Japanese stuff, but or Chinese stuff. But um, I like that it's branded. They went the extra mile to make me feel like I got my money's worth. Right. You're not just getting some crazy knockoff stuff. You're getting, I'm getting you know, original yes. manufacturer equipment. Scandatech. <laughs> yeah, of course. Everybody's heard of them. And I like that the uh, the screwdrivers they provided are magnetic. Which I know. Ah, so you can hold the screw vertically in the tool right. without having to use your finger. And these screws are tiny. I mean, look at this thing. That thing wow. is teeny tiny. So it's 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 quite helpful that it's magnetic. Is that a uh, is that a Torx screwdriver? No, this is just a regular little Phillips head. Uh-oh. Screws got, my screws got backwards, I think. Shit. Oh, God. I don't know what's happening. I got my screws mixed up here. I had them in the right spot, and then I just I have them sitting on a paper towel. And I bumped the paper towel. Shit, why am I going in? And all the screws went cattywampus. Yeah, kind of. That's a technical term. Crap, I don't know which screw was which. Well, what, what's the problem right now? The ones you're trying to put in too short to reach the threads? Yeah, one's too short, but I'm confident it goes in the battery thing. The battery protector cover. All right. Shit. Because the other two that were mixed up with it are the two Torx screws for the bottom of the phone. If I had to guess. Oh, you know what? I think I had the um, the little battery cover on upside down. Ah, so it's keeping the screw from going down as low as it should. Right. This would be a bad time for a cat to jump on top of the desk and <laughs> not knock all that stuff on the floor. All I know is that if, I, if these screws don't go in, I'm just going to get a little JB weld and call it a day. Yeah, just just squirt some great stuff in there and slam the the glass back on. Yeah. Okay. I've got them tightened down. I've just snugged them a little bit. I don't know how tight to make them, so just a little... Yeah, I don't think it's necessary to go crazy. Yeah, I just put a little bit... There's a little bit of pressure on it, and then we're good. Okay, so next, I need to put the screen back on. Now, this is a So tricky... are all the, all the physical connections to the battery are in place? Yep, I can, there's only one connection. I connected it. The battery is glued in. Um... And that's it. You know, looking at this phone, though, you really could probably replace everything in this phone pretty easily. Everything looks like it just screws in and has little, like, connectors. Yeah, so as long as you have the parts and the tools, you could really fix any kind of iPhone problem. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. Oh, never mind. That's where the camera goes. There's, like, a whole like a, a vacant slot up here, but that's where the camera 
the camera's attached to the screen and it kind of lays in. All right, so I've left my suction cup connected to the screen. I figure it would make it easier because I can only go, once I connect these straps, I can only go 90 degrees. So now I'm going to go through and try and connect these little things on the screen. This is, this is going to be tricky. This this is where it takes the steady hand of a surgeon. Yeah. And I'm not a and surgeon. He, and I'm wearing headphones that aren't long enough to get really close enough. And the, the, you need to have the eyes of a hawk. Do you have uh, decent lighting in there? Can you see? I can see. I really need to use two hands, but... So if this goes well... Um, I think this would be another argument for a uh, uh, mobile electronics repair business. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's already being a little bit of a bitch. Part of it, too, is like with these little well, these little connectors, these pins are so small, you can't force it. You know what I mean? I don't want to force oh. it in there and then break a pin off and then have to buy a new Yeah, pin. no, you don't want to force it because you... You don't even want to bend the pin. No. Breaking one off would be catastrophic, but even bending one is going to, um, you know, really make the make the project more difficult. Personal. All right. All right, one down. Uh, three to go. You kind of have to do these in order. Because they're different, they're different lengths and they overlap, so you got to kind of do them in order. I see. And do you also have to, like, lower the screen a little bit more for each one? No. Two. So how long would you say it took you to um, do the disassembly? Mm, Four minutes. And then a couple of minutes to swap the battery out. And then however long it takes to put it back together. I mean, this whole job could be a 15 minute job. Yeah. Getting the screen connector back on. Okay. There's all right. So there's three of the four. Can't see what I'm You could probably use a good work light in there to. Well, and part of it too is that my hand is blocking. My hand is my fat fingers are blocking what I'm doing. Okay, so all the screen connectors are back in. Some people at this point said they powered up the phone to see if it works. Should I do that? You think? Uh, maybe yeah. Before you, um, before you put it all back together. All right, it immediately came onto the battery or Apple logo. Do you have a uh, battery indicator yet? No, it's uh, still booting up. 
it probably recognizes that things were disconnected and still have the Apple logo. Not a good sign, but I didn't do anything with any kind of hardware, so it should be fine. Right. All of, all of the um, data should be stored in there. And I'm assuming that that will remain intact even yeah. with the battery disconnected. I didn't consider that. I have to put in the password. Did you do a uh, backup before you began this operation? No. Ah, that's good thinking. Well, I have her set up on iCloud, so it does it automatically every night. Um, ah, okay. Okay, good. We're at 80, 85% for the battery. Everything looks like it came up okay. So I'm going to power down and then complete the process. And hopefully, I didn't really break anything. I'm going to go without the. I need the suction cup though. Gently pushing the suction cup back on. I need to lift the screen up again. Okay. So now I'm going to put this plate back down. I can remember how the plate goes on the connector thingy. Does that just lay in there? Yeah. It, um... it, so where, where, it where do on... the nine screws go? How many screws have you put back in so far? Two. Two to cover the, the battery connector protector. And then five for the little screen connector protector. And then two for the bottom of the phone. Wow. There's five screws in that little piece of metal you just put in there. Yep. And some of them are very, very small. Okay. There's one. When I say small, I mean like three threads. Small, like they're teeny tiny, like smaller than glasses, which is weird. It's like you need to be a, a, a little Japanese woman to, or Chinese woman to be able to do this. Yeah, with suicide nets outside the window. Exactly. Crap, I can't get this thing in there. This is where the tweezers might come in handy. When I was a kid, there was a there was a game, a, a board game, I guess you'd call it, uh, called Operation. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, we had that too. That was easy compared to this. <laughs> All right. I need to use both hands here. What can I do? I need to lean the screen up against... Well, didn't you say you had some kind of a wedge thing? Is the wedge thing for holding the screen up? Not really. Um, let me try a different screw. Give me a longer one. The, mag the magnetic part's great, but when the screws are so tiny, it just yanks the screw from wherever. You know, it doesn't. 
doesn't um, doesn't stay straight on the screwdriver tip. All right, so there's another one. God, these little screws are a pain in the ass, man. It's all because everything has to be smaller and lighter. For some reason. Yeah. It's our thinnest iPhone yet. Well, this is the six, so it's not the thinnest yet. It was at the time, probably. Yeah, I noticed they haven't really been saying that anymore. I don't I don't remember them saying that at the uh, iPhone seven um keynote yeah they probably hit they probably hit a bit of a plateau i do remember um the iphone 5 when i first uh held one in my hand that it was shockingly light you know, compared to the the 4S, which is the one I had at the time, uh, the iPhone 5 felt like it was like half the weight. Yeah. And even, you know, the phone I have now, I have a 6S now. Is it, by the way, what model is that phone? That's uh, the 6. 6? Yeah, I have the 6S now, and I have the, um, you know, Apple's extra battery case on it. Um, which increases the weight of the phone significantly. It's not a problem for me, but whenever I take the phone out of that case, I'm I'm impressed at how light the phone itself actually is. All right, finally got them all in. That one's little. The one little screw was a real pain in the ass. Everybody's so if we do if we do decide to start a um, uh, repair business, you know these podcasts could come in handy as you know, uh, you know, like a resume. They could. Uh, okay. So the phone, I just put the case back down, or the screen back down flat on the rest of the phone. You can see it looks normal. So now the final nice. step. Is to uh, put these little screws in with the the Torx. Is that what you called it? Yeah, T O R X Torx, which is also uh, magnetic, which makes it infinitely easier. Okay, so I'm tightening down the Torx, just making it a little snug. They've got a little teeny bit of blue Loctite on them. I don't know if that's any good after you break the seal once. Nah, that's it's only you'd have to put more Loctite on it if you want them to, you know, to be locked in there. I'm guessing the kit did not come with uh, Loctite. Loctite. No. And the other the other reason for that is so that uh, Apple can see if you've uh, taken those screws out. Yeah. All right. 
back together. Let's power it on once again. Make sure the screen actually works. And I'm getting a bunch of notifications. Oh, damn it. That sucks. The, um, the South Carolina school shooting last week or whatever. Uh, the boy who was shot, the six-year-old died. Ugh. That's sad. Was that that was like a fourteen-year-old that did that, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know that he killed his dad too. All right, so looks like the screen's working. Awesome. So this is your wife's phone, correct? Yeah. So this is your chance to, uh, you know, go check her email and, you know, her Facebook page and oh, stuff. And- like I care. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm overall, I'll do a little review cool. here of the Scanda Tech kit. I mean, I have the battery's only been in here for a couple of minutes. Who knows how long it's going to last? I mean, it, I don't know if it needs like some calibration time. You know, like they say that uh, when you put a new battery in your phone, you should let it go down to like 10% and then charge it all the way to 100 uninterrupted. Um, so I don't know how long this battery will last in terms of, um, you know, if it's as good as an Apple battery. But the kit itself, I'm very impressed with. It was a, quite an easy thing to do. With all yeah, the- um, knowing that you were having battery issues um, with your iPhone after after updating to iOS 10, I came across an article last night, which I forwarded to you. I didn't read it, so I don't know what the tips and tricks are, but it was supposed to be um, a step-by-step instructions of how you can uh, fix some known issue that causes uh, battery issues with iOS 10. Yeah, that was um it was mostly just like disable the background stuff. Um a couple of the little tips and tricks, but nothing nothing groundbreaking that I hadn't but considered or tried. Uh this phone, the problem is that it was just shutting off. Like even was, with a full charge? Uh no, it would get down to like at first it would be like around twenty percent it would shut off. And then it got to be about forty percent. And then now it would just be randomly it would just shut off. Um, and when it wouldn't die or when it wouldn't shut off, the battery would die very quickly. So I figured, you know, a $30, uh, battery repair kit is a cheaper option to try, um, before going out and buying a new phone. So if this works to fix the problem, that's awesome. If it doesn't fix the problem, I'll have to get a new wife. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say a new phone, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's the way to go. Yeah, it's probably user error, honestly. I mean, she is a woman. Her brain's a lot smaller than than mine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much how you have to do it. Alrighty then. So that's that. Phone has been repaired. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be watching the battery like a hawk. Um, and it's going to yeah. die really quick and it's going to stress me out, <clears throat> but well, we'll, we'll all be looking forward to updates on this. Yeah. But I, I imagine just like when I put, you know, got iOS 10, it's going to probably be a day or so of it destroying the battery. I'll have her charge it up to a hundred 
and then uh, we'll be good, hopefully. What did I do with the instructions? Did I throw them away? Because I want to see if it addresses, you know, how to properly calibrate the battery. Uh, what the hell happened to him? I guess not. Well, I'm sure if you sure if you go online, you can get that information. Yeah. Well, that was easy. I'm I'm impressed at how easy that was. Uh, I'm basically at this point a master Apple repair specialist. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, I know you don't have an iPhone Seven, but um, I was you know poking around on YouTube and I I came across a video that shows how you can make a, a headphone. Jack, oh yeah, iPhone Seven. All you need is a drill. I saw that. It looks like a pretty sweet deal. I mean, it's nice of Apple to uh, give you the option like that. Yeah, it's cheap since most people already have a drill. Right. So you want to explain what that is for a potential um, person that doesn't know what? Yeah, there, there's a, there's a video that's circulating. I guess you could say it went viral. Um, and there were lots of articles about this video and apparently a lot of people have watched the video and thought it looked like a good idea so they got their drill out and they drilled a hole in the bottom of their iphone so <sighs> that they could stick their headphones into the hole but what it really does is it destroys your phone um if if you're somehow lucky enough to be able to drill the hole in the bottom of your phone and have it still work um count yourself lucky but be assured you will not have headphone audio coming out of a hole. It, it wasn't an instruction on how to install a headphone jack, how to wire a headphone jack in. It was simply drilling a hole in the phone, and then the guy just stuck his headphones into the hole like that was going to do something. And the thing, too, it's uh, like the iPhone 7 is supposed to be water-resistant-ish, waterproof-ish. Uh, yeah, I guarantee you it won't be after doing that. Right. Freaking morons! Yeah, that's a, it's a pretty dumb thing. I, I I hope nobody listening to this is foolish enough to think that that looks like a good idea. Yeah. So I'm on the Scandatech website looking to see if it tells you what to do with the battery as far as letting it die and uh, and they've got a really good step by step with a gazillion pictures. The thing they don't do in these in all their instructions, they say uh, they they don't tell you to pull those little tabs on the battery. They say to pry the battery up. Which I've seen videos of people doing that, and it looks like you can break the phone pretty easily. You could bend the bend the frame and crack the screen if you don't take the screen off. Um, I'm surprised they don't have that on their instructions. Just to oh, here's another here's another version. But they say to like pry the battery before you pull the tabs. I mean, I just pulled the tabs straight out, no prying, no heat, no anything, and it uh, certainly seemed easy. But yeah, you basically just pulled the adhesive out. From between the phone and the battery. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just took my time. I didn't, I didn't try to force it. I, I wasn't in a hurry. So. Uh, yeah, that's a really good idea. I've found that uh, mistakes usually happen if you're trying to rush through these kinds of things. Yeah. It says that the, let's see. Dang it. It says that the date and time will reset to January first of nineteen seventy. Wow it did. No, it's October first. It didn't do that. Uh the phone. No, 
didn't have that problem. Alright, well, hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So what else is going on, man? I mean, that was... Oh, my goodness. That, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's a big one right there. I don't know if I have anything to top that. It uh, took less time than I expected. The kit was good. I, anyone out there who's listening, if you need to repair something, I highly recommend the Scandatech kit. Yeah. I'll also chime in and say that I had uh, good results with iFixit. Yeah, and I almost went with them. It just it was just like ten bucks more for that. Um, but I certainly, without even using it, I would definitely uh, say those are those guys are good. I just liked the kit they had and um, got pretty good reviews. And yeah, I like it. But yeah, I fix it. Uh, was the first place I looked actually. I didn't even. I didn't look. I just went because I was telling you about it, and you're like, well. I used iFixit, so that's the first place I went. Yeah, so it looks like either one of those places, um, you know, would be uh, a good place to go, tried and true. Yeah. Other than this phone repair, I've got nothing going on. There's some food trucks coming around. Have you ever been to a food truck thing? Like a food truck? Uh, Is it like a food truck demolition derby? That'd be cool. No, no, it's just a bunch of food trucks in a parking lot somewhere usually. Uh, can you imagine having them like racing around a track and crashing into each other and, <laughs> and trying to cook like, at tacos the same time. flying out on the track and stuff? Yeah, they've got to cook at the same time. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a competition to see who could keep their kitchen running <laughs> during a demolition derby. That'd be awesome. Oh, that's funny. Holy cow! Uh, a, a UFC fighter. Um, is in critical condition. Uh, they were found him unresponsive, and I only bring that up because I've interviewed the guy. I interviewed it's Josh Saman is his name. I interviewed him for about ten minutes or so, and I said his name wrong the entire interview. I kept calling him Josh oh. Salmon, and at the very end of the interview, he's like, "By the way, it's Saman," and I was like, "Oops, oh. so, man, that sucks." Hopefully he's yeah, that's that's. I hope he's okay. Yeah, hopefully he'll be all right. Hey, what's the latest on the uh, the hurricane that's out in the uh, Atlantic? Well, let's see. NHC.noaa.gov. It's still. Yeah, I tried going to the National Weather Service website earlier today to just check on the status of that. Mm-hmm. And you you would think if you went to the National Weather Service website, they'd have something that that it would be on the front page, right? It would be like. You know the headline, the you know the, the top thing, or at least easy to check on it. I I poked around on that stupid place for ten minutes and I couldn't even find anything about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that sucks. Um, it looks like it's still gonna go uh, through Jamaica or just to the east of Jamaica, and then it's gonna cross over Cuba, go through the Bahamas, and then by like eight a.m. Thursday, it's supposed to be about the same latitude as Lake Okeechobee. Uh, but it's, if it follows the current track, it probably will be like 250 miles off coast, which will be good. If it moves. Yeah. East, that we'll that be, should be enough to keep all the rain off the state, right? Yeah. If it's, if it's 250 miles off the coast, we probably won't see anything on shore. We might get some good rip currents and stuff on the beaches, but 
Uh, this storm is like 500 miles across. So if it's 250 out, you know, you consider conceivably we won't really get anything from it. Uh, if it moves, it would have to move like 200 miles or 250 plus miles to direct hit Florida. I'm hoping it doesn't do that. Uh, so, yeah. So most of the predictions have it way offshore. Yeah, some of them have it skirting the the coastline all the way up. Uh, but but the bulk of them are like 500 miles off the coast. This is kind of just a good medium. Sweet. So, yeah. And is it going further off the coast as it goes north? Uh, kind of, but not really. Like it kind of just goes straight towards like South Carolina. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So is it a uh, category four? I don't know. I don't know what it is right now. I think it's a category four. Yeah. Someone told me it, it went to category four. Well, it went to uh, a five like overnight. Overnight. Oh, overnight. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a five overnight. Wow. Yeah. That, and then that's crazy. It's supposed to weaken some as it gets closer to us. Um, Probably because of the cooler, cooler water. Yeah, like this, I'm looking at a forecast model now, and it has it like, as it passes Florida, it kind of turns in towards Georgia, and then it like goes right through, let me see what's, it goes like over the tip of, uh, what is that, South Carolina, I guess, and goes like out, this, and it falls up the East Coast, and then goes up to the North Pole, basically. But the problem is that there's so many freaking, uh, different models there's there's like a hundred different computer models so who knows which one's correct you know yeah i usually go with the where they usually there's a concentration where yeah many models agree with each other yeah whoa but you know really right now this thing is still down like near south america so until it turns you know north it's all kind of a moot point anyway, because we don't really know. No one really knows. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we see all the time with hurricanes. I mean, that they come, they'll be coming straight at, at Florida from the Atlantic, and then at the last minute they turn north, you know, and go back out to sea, or they turn back east and go out to sea. Or, you know, there was, there was one storm. I can't remember which one it was. It was in June, I think. It started out like, missing us by several hundred miles on the east coast off the east coast and then it went underneath florida out into the gulf and came back around and hit the panhandle you know and it's like that's how wrong these these tracks can be sometimes right and i'm sure at at the early stages none of those tracks predicted it would do that no 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 but the difference about this one i think is is more that there's a ridge of high pressure out over the Atlantic. There's some low, a low pressure that's moving down through the southeast. So it's going to kind of pinch the storm in a way. So I, I guess it just depends on where these pressure systems go. Well, I think it's uh, the storm itself is a low pressure system. So I think it's going to tend to want to move towards high pressure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works. If that's the case or not, I have no idea. Your guess is better than mine, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. 
I'm not either. I've thought about going to take some, you know, get certified or something or take classes just so I understand better. But then it yeah, seems maybe, like a lot uh, of work. Maybe you could get a job on TV. No, nah, I don't think so. No? Weather's like my least favorite thing to, to do for work because it's all the time. It never stops. Right. There's always some kind of weather. Yeah. <sighs> well, so far this thing's working. Uh, the battery's died. Not died. It's, it's going down faster than normal, but I think that's, you know, I think that uh, is to be expected when you put a new battery in. I'm sure it's okay. got to figure something out or, you know, if it's, if it's never been charged and discharged more than once, it probably has to build up a memory or whatever batteries do. I don't know. Well, it's uh, lithium ion, so it's not the, not the same um, procedure that we used to have to use on the uh, nickel cadmium batteries. Those are the ones that had like the memory like they would always tell you, don't put it on a charger if it's if it's still got, you know, half a charge on it. Oh yeah. Uh, let it run. All, you got. You're always supposed to let it run all the way down and then charge it all the way up, because those ones had a real memory problem. And then but you, we've been away from those for a while now. And you take it off the charger when it's full, or you could overcharge it and ruin it. Yeah, I and I think, think these modern technologies also protected from that kind of thing. Yeah, I've always left everything, even when I had those old old batteries, I always left them always charging. I didn't care. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I put my phone on a charger every night. Yeah, I do too. And my watch and my iPad. And it, I, I, I let them charge all night, every night. You still use that one I gave you, that triple charge yeah. thing? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I do. Nice. I do. It's working pretty good. Good. I mean, not bad for free, huh? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was like a $70 thing, but uh totally free yeah i don't know if i would have paid 70 dollars for it but no nah. free was definitely a good price i mean that's what they claim they were selling they were going to sell them for but i mean probably like it's probably worth 20 maybe 30 i would think yeah yeah that seems reasonable but not not 70 no um crap i had something i forgot all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there you go. I think uh, I think we decided the other day that we're going to change the format up a little bit of this thing, right? Yeah, I think we want to go on um, uh, a more focused uh, topic type of uh, format. Yeah. So not, not always the same topic, but like, you know, maybe one topic per show. Yeah. So I think... Um, for those of you who are listening, assuming people are listening, if there's any kind hey, we've of... Been, we've been reading all your comments and suggestions, by the way. Yeah, if there's any kind of topic you would like us to, to talk about, you can go to, uh, to our website on podcasts.com, which I probably should look that up because I don't even know what the hell it is. <laughs> podcast.com. Oh, podcasts with an S. It's podcast with an S. Dot com. And then let's see. Let's see if they give you an easy. An easy thing or if it's just. 
Oh, God. It's not that easy. Go to podcast.com and search for Suitcase on the left and uh, leave a comment there as to what you would like to see us um, talk about. Anything. You name the topic, we'll talk about it. We'll do a little research. We'll have some some light conversation. And uh, I think it'll be good. Yeah, we may even try to, you know, experience this topic depending on what it is. I mean, if it's like vaginal reconstruction, we'll talk about it, but I don't think right. we're going to go have that done. No, we'll look at pictures, though, to yeah. see before and after, which probably is a bad idea. But we're only going to do that if, if somebody wants us to do that. So, yeah, but, but we will we will talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go to the podcasts dot com. Search suitcase on the left. Tell us. Uh, give us a topic. You name it. We'll talk about it or go to iTunes. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe there. You can also leave uh, a rating. If you do that, tell us the next topic. We'll do it. And um, it'll be fun. Yeah, I think we'll all be better for it. Yeah. Yeah. You you will learn something. We already know probably about whatever it is you're yeah. talking about. Uh, yeah. So you'll learn something. And uh, Brian and I will have something to talk about. And <laughs> the world will be a much better place. Exactly. Well, all right. I guess that wraps okay. this one up. Unless you got yeah, something good else. Stuff. Yep, I think this is a good a good place to leave it. Yeah, and I, you know, we've we've between the two of us now, we've repaired uh different Apple products on the podcast. Yep. I repaired uh an iMac. Yep. You and uh you saved you yourself an- like three thousand dollars by <laughs> by repairing this thing and not going out and buying a new one and it's better than yep. it was it's it's a leaner meaner faster version of itself yep. i repaired I, at the same time i upgraded the ram uh and put a uh a bigger hard drive in it yeah actually and real quick i on my computer at home the one i'm actually recording the podcast on now i replaced the hard drive with a solid state drive last week nice yeah and you know the funny thing is i had this older laptop and had for some reason it had a solid state drive in it so i took it out i put it in the desktop i cloned the original hard drive to the solid state and dude the the boot up time on this computer because i got a bunch of things plugged in with a usb and i've got you know multiple three monitors and all kinds of stuff so like booting it up on an old sata drive took like legitimately probably two or three minutes before it would finally you know, be done. And and it's not like it's a slow, crappy computer. I mean, I have an, an i7, uh, 16 gigs of RAM. I mean, it, it's it's got some decent specs, but it just, the hard drive was probably on its way out anyway. But now that I've got this solid state drive, like I hit the power button about five seconds later, my password uh, login screen comes up. As soon as I'm done with that, it's it's up and running. It's unbelievable. It's so fast. Yeah, the um, the boot drive is the I think the best place to put a solid state drive. Yeah, my uh, other one I've got it, a. Oh, go ahead. It, it's just so much faster. Now, if you if you were doing a lot of file transferring and and you know saving big jobs to your local drive, then you know then a solid state drive might make sense for that too. But generally speaking, I think a you know a, a mechanical hard drive is okay for storage right but for booting i would always go with solid state yeah i mean in this i've got a one terabyte 
mechanical drive. And on that, I, you know, I keep the podcast episodes and I've got a couple of games, you know, that are a couple of gigs each and I've installed them on the computer, but had them install on the, the extra drive, the, the other internal drive. So that way, uh, it doesn't fill up my, my boot drive, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's so fast now. Every, and everything's faster about the computer just based on the drive. So, but yeah, so we're, we're a regular old, uh, computer repair shop, which is awesome. If you, if you need those services, let us know. We can, we'll repair your electronics live on a podcast. Yeah. Send the, send us your electronics and passwords. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Send us all your electronics. Yep. And your passwords. Broken or not, they don't even have to be broken. Right. And uh, credit cards, we can order the parts or send us the parts. Or send us the credit cards. Or the credit cards and PIN numbers and passports. Yeah. And uh, we'll fix it. Yep. We'll get you hooked up. But in all seriousness, send us your credit cards. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh... all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can go to podcast.com search for suitcase on the left you can subscribe on itunes and uh leave us a review if you like the show or if you don't just leave us five star either way and then uh, i agree with that yeah yeah, if you hate the show give us a five star and then tell us why you hate the show if you love the show give us a five star and tell us why you love the show tell your friends and uh, hopefully you enjoy listening and we'll see you next time take it easy everybody